while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow. That was Rep. Tony Cabral. We had a lot of good conversation. We'll have more. Um, I definitely want to talk more about that Justice Center in New Bedford as a practicing attorney. Um, I can't tell you how much I disliked going to uh, Third District Court. Not because of the people. Not because of the staff. Not because everybody there was great. The place just is is not is not great. The the, the structure itself isn't great. Um, anyway, we're joined now uh, by Anthony Puente, the New Bedford Fire Department. How's it going? Hi, good, Marcus. How are you? Good evening to you and your listeners and my mom Genevieve, who's listening. <laughs> so, um, Coach, I call him Coach because he was my coach at uh, Bishop Stang in high school. And you're you're back at Bishop Stang. You said the three and one. Yes, I am. Yeah, we're three and one. We're getting ready for St. Mary's this week. Uh, they are a good team, a tough team, but we're going to prepare and make ourselves better every day. Is it a Catholic league now? It is a Catholic league. Yes. Okay, um, put this team up against the o five o six Spartans with me and, and Lenny and and we got Josh Weinstein. What do you think? What do you think the final score is against the St. Mary's team that we're playing? <laughs> no, against the thing. <laughs> Um, we'd have to prepare for you. We'd have to prepare. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yes. So we're speaking with uh, we're speaking with Anthony Puente in the Bedford Fire Department. Uh, first, you, you you said you have an event coming up this Saturday uh, that you wanted to talk about a little bit. We want we're going to talk about fire safety. The holidays are coming. Uh, that comes with a lot of. Uh, new decorations and 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 uh, all kinds of uh, you know hazards as well. So we're we're going to cover those, and we're also taking your calls if you have any questions at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So uh, you had an event coming up this Saturday. So our event that we have is this Saturday, the eighth of October. It's going to go from one p.m. to four p.m. Um, Three thirty to four, we're going to uh, set aside no lights, no sirens, no horns for our artistic community if they want to, they'd like to come. Huh. So it's gonna we're gonna have a special half hour at the end awesome. um, to allow them to to enjoy the uh, the day. Um, we're gonna have um, the fire department will be there, the police department will be there. Uh, they're gonna have a dog demonstration. They're gonna display their dive equipment. Um, not a lot of not too many people probably know that our police are our dive team. Right. Um, in case we have an emergency, so they're gonna be there displaying that. We're gonna have our EMS. Uh, showing an ambulance, you know, what, what that's like. Our dog officer, Manny Maciel, will be there. Miss cool. um, Avila, who is uh, one of his workers, will have a bearded lizard. I am uh, excited to see what this looks like, <laughs> along with uh, a couple of her dogs. Uh, she says she's going to leave the tarantula at home because it's not trained properly yet. Uh, emergency management, uh, Brian Nobriga has been helping me a lot okay. uh, with, with this, uh, with signage in front of the station now, some lighting if I need it. Um, Red Cross is going to be there. Um, Domino's Pizza is donating pizzas. Uh, the Providence Canteen will be uh, there providing drinks. Uh, uh, Non-alcoholic will be Gatorade and water. Uh, the sheriff will also be involved uh, with our event. He's going to bring the companion dogs. Uh, they're going to have the sheriff on tomorrow. 
Oh, great. Yeah. Yep. I hope he doesn't bring the dogs. I don't think the dogs will come here. No, they're, they're being... Uh, dogs they're, will be calling they're in. They're taking a bath right now. Um, no, but the, uh, the companion dogs will be there. Um, the resource table that he has will be there. Uh, artistic seatbelt covers will be available through the sheriff. Oh, yeah. um, they're going to bring some of those as That's well. That's um, I actually got a hundred of those. I chair the Commission on Disability here in Fairhaven, so I asked the sheriff's office for a hundred, and uh, they dropped it off actually pretty pretty quickly. So right. they're oh, yeah. they're really nice. Yeah, nice seatbelt oh, they covers. Yeah. we were at the uh, autism event at uh, Inner Bay, and yes, you're giving those you. out. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, the mayor will be there. He's going to. Uh, we also have a car cutting demonstration. Okay. Uh, we're going to cut up a car which is donated by Leach. Uh, auto body. They're going to donate a car to us to cut. Uh, I've invited the mayor to participate in that if he's willing. Um, so I may call the radio station here tomorrow to ask him. You should. Uh, yes. Um, but we're looking forward to having a great event. Uh, the canine demonstrations at one thirty. the car demos at two thirty. Like I said, um, for autistic community, uh, adults and children, if they want to come between three thirty and four, uh, Sparky will be there for pictures at 1.30, 2.30, and 3.30. Uh, and uh, where is that again? That's, at- That's going to be at 912 Brock Ave, the new uh, police, fire, and EMS safety building. Okay, on Brock right. Ave. big public safety center in yes. the South End. Right, yep. okay. So we're speaking with uh, Anthony Puente, who's a New Bedford firefighter, and you have been for how long? Uh, since 1997. So you've picked up some things along yes, the way. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and it's the holiday season. People are moving indoors. Uh, people are looking for warmth. And they're also looking to um, illuminate their, their, their apartments and their houses uh, for the holiday season. Yes. And that comes with some risks. Um, so uh, I had you on last year to talk about this. I like the segment, and I know a lot of people like the segment. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, fire safety. So um, just uh, initially, what, what, are the, some of the, what are some of the hazards that first come to mind when you think about uh, this time of year and moving into the holiday season? Well, this time of year, um, let's just touch a little bit on Halloween. For sure. Halloween sure. safety, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, That's so fine. So ha- Halloween safety, um, we we try to tell the children make sure you know they don't go alone. Uh, if they're wearing dark clothing, wear some type of uh, something that's illuminate, like have a flashlight, okay. have a glow, have a glow necklace, glow bracelets. Uh, make sure when you're crossing the street that cars t- come to a full stop, because sometimes cars, you know, they're slowing down. You think they're slowing down for you, but they're actually slowing down to look at decorations at another house. Yeah. Um, so just make sure cars come to a full stop. Make sure that people can see you, uh, cars and people that uh, that you're walking uh, with. Um, as far as holidays go, what comes to mind is cooking. We had that big fire on Thanksgiving oh, um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, a deep fryer, those things are meant to be outside. Mm-hmm. Make sure turkeys are thawed out. Um, so, yeah, I remember I remember this vividly because the um, there was a, a like a multi-unit, multi-house fire on, on Thanksgiving. Pretty much the entire fire department uh, had went uh, to to put it out and um, it was because of a turkey fryer. So people yes. are going to start doing stuff like that. Uh, your advice on that, I remember, was, uh, right, you said make sure the turkey's thawed and keep it off the deck and right. away from the house. And keep it off the deck away from the house because what happened was they did bring it in yeah, and it wasn't thawed. And even though, even if it was thawed, that, that's meant to be outside. Yeah. So that, that was the problem there. Because it was a rainy day. It was a rainy day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, they, and they brought it inside. 
So, um, what other cooking hazards should people be worried about? Um, cooking hazards, especially, um, you know, especially in our high rises and things like that. We want to make sure that we don't leave uh, food uh, unattended. Yeah. If you're go- if you're cooking, um, you want to make sure that you know you're watching it. If you have to go downstairs, so you live on the seventh floor, you want to go downstairs and get your mail, turn it off, move it to another uh, burner. Um, the housing authority is taking a lead on this. Um, and providing a firefighter in a can type mechanisms for our high rise okay. community. Um, so he, uh, we, they've been providing those. Um, What's firefighter in a can? Well, basically, firefighter in a can is something that's it's it's a magnet. It's magnetized and it goes up on the hood range. And then um, once if it if there's a fire, it burns a wick like a firecracker, and it dispels a dry chemical agent that puts the fire out. Oh, that's cool. That's very yes. cool. And can are people Getting this, you're saying the housing authority is is providing this. People yes. li- might live in like the, Millville Towers. Uh, well, housing authority owned. Uh, okay, buildings. housing authority so, owned so buildings like Trip Towers. Yeah, Trip Towers, uh, New Bedford Hotel. Okay, New Bedford. Yeah, all right. So if if they if someone lives in Trip Towers, New Bedford Hotel, New Bedford Hotel, can they? Uh, is this something that's being delivered to them, or we're putting, we're installing them? You're installing them. Yes, oh, it's very we're installing cool. them. Yes, that's awesome. So um, we're speaking with Anthony Puente. Uh, we're talking about fire safety. He's a New Bedford firefighter, has been for for some time. Um, what uh, what other what other hazards come to mind that you think um, people should be mindful of uh, this time of year and going forward? Um, this time of year, uh, or actually any time of year, is candle safety. Uh, we find that people, you know, with candles, yeah. if you leave the home. You know, they, the candles should be blown out. You know, don't go to sleep with candles on. Make sure you always blow them out. Extinguish them um, before going to sleep or leaving your house. Uh, make sure they're not near windows because there's curtains, draperies, shears, all kinds of things near windows, um, you know, that could, you know, touch the flame. And then now we have a fire. Because right. all of our big fires come from small fires. If we can yeah. eliminate our small fires, we won't have big fires. So um, I like that. All the big fires come from small fires, right? Um, so. Yes. Uh, yeah, so candle lighting is something people gotta have to be mindful of. Um, in terms, I, I remember asking you about this uh, about fire extinguishers, and what you said is it's better to leave it to the professionals, right? Yeah. So we have in our high rises, we do have or community in our community, people have fire extinguishers. But sometimes our older adults, you know, they know where the fire extinguisher is. You know, they're in apartment two. The fire extinguisher is where it should be near apartment maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna. They don't want to get in trouble. Why? Because they, they don't want to be moved out of their apartment. They're afraid. So th- what are they going to They're going to try to go get that fire extinguisher, bring it back to their unit. So we just want them to get out of their unit, get outside to where, you know, their safe spot is, their meeting place. Um, we don't want them to try to fight that fire. Um, the uh, smoke alarms, the smoke will get into the hallway, activate the, the fire department, and we'll be there within, you know, three minutes, maybe okay. four at the most. Um, so we, we want to, they're there, but. Do it for regulation purposes, but we don't want somebody who's slow moving to try to go grab that fire extinguisher and come back because fire does multiply, uh, doubles every every minute. So someone there's a fire in someone's house. Uh, you're saying if you if you live in somewhere where you you know like that's that's a public housing or, or like New Bedford Ho- or housing uh, housing authority owned homes like the New Bedford Hotel, um, you're better off just going to your meeting place. Uh, the 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 authorities will be called automatically, um, or and they'll and they'll go there. What if um what and if they you, are sprinkled too? So and we, do, sprinkling. we do have sprinklers. So wherever that fire is, that that the eutectic metal of the fire of the um of the sprinkler system will melt and water will disperse in that one area. 
508-996-0500. Good evening. You're live. Hello. Uh, hi, guys. Yeah, uh, if you're not eligible for one of those, like you don't live in housing, can you buy one and have the fire department install it for you? Um, if if you if you are at um, say if you go to I'm not I can't promote any business but um, hardware stores the local bigger hardware stores have them um, okay. you can you can tell them which hardware stores have them if, unless you're not personally oh, oh, unless, no, you're, I, I unless you're ethically bound from no, doing no I'm it. not ethically bound I, I can't promote yeah yeah no it's yeah fine. no Go ahead. Um, like like say Lowe's Home Depot um, Ace uh, you know Almeida's uh, all kinds of hardware stores they they carry them um, if you know, they're pretty easy to install. They're magnetized. Um, we try to centrally locate them, um, one on each end above the stove if you have a hood range. Uh, yeah. And those are magnetized. So they'll, all you do is take it out, put it up, and the magnet will uh, adhere right to the uh, the oven fan. That's a great idea. Whoever came up with that, you know? Oh, now, it is. It's true. I'm, I'm sure he's on an island somewhere. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah, um... I live at King's Village. Would they be up? Would I be eligible for that at King's Village? Um, like I said, I, I know the housing, the New Bedford Housing Authority high rises are doing it. Um, other other agencies like Peabody and um, I, I don't know um, if they're doing that, but I'm sure if you you ask, they could probably assist you with that. Yes, that's that's what I will do because I never heard of it before. That's a great great uh, thing to have for yes. everybody to have. Yep. All right, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks sir. for the call. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I'd never heard of that either. Mm -hmm. Is it like a new thing? Um, it's probably been out for a couple of years, I would say. It's just that, um, you know, there are studies now that, that it does work, it does help. Okay. You know, especially for when, you know, somebody by mistake, they leave, you know, they want to cook rice, leave the rice on, go down to the get their mail. Uh, then and now in the meantime, they talk to John. Hey, you know what? Uh, did you see the Patriots game? And then he gets a phone call, forgets about the rice. Now we have a fire. <laughs> right, exactly. So, well, so you're talking about, you know, if, if people live in, in, in certain um, housing developments or housing authority properties. What if you're living in, you know, just a typical, uh, you know, multifamily uh, in New Bedford a lot? Most, I if not most, a lot of people live in multifamilies in New Bedford. And there's a fire, you know, a small fire becomes a bigger fire. Um, maybe they have a fire extinguisher there. Um, what do you think uh, are the first steps to, to responding to um, a fire happening in someone's home? Well, the first thing is to make sure that we have smoke alarms that are working. That, that is yes. what's most important, as we found out at the fire that just happened yesterday um, or the two days ago. Um, smoke alarms are so important. Uh, I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago. Um, with the fire marshal of Ostrowski and his message, you know, basically was we need the smoke alarms working mm -hmm. and we need good egress plans, escape plans, getting yeah. from anywhere in your house to the outside meeting place. Um, but those egress plans um, are only as good as our smoke alarms. So smoke alarms are very important. They're going to get you out of the house in a timely fashion. Um, as we know, smoke rises. So that's why yeah. we want them on the ceilings, the top of stairways, bottom of stairways, in your bedroom, um, outside your bedroom areas. Um, the more smoke alarms you have, the better. Um, but it's very, very important that we have smoke alarms that are working. Because sometimes we have people, you know, the battery, ah, this thing's beeping. You know, if it beeps once every couple of minutes, that just means changing the battery. Okay. You know, babies will cry when they want their diaper changed. Well, a yeah. battery, I mean, a smoke <laughs> alarm is going to beep once every couple of minutes to let you know, hey, change my change my battery, please, and then it'll keep working. Um, the other thing, too, is we would like people to change them. You know, if you've had a smoke alarm for 10 years, it has served its purpose. You know, they should be changed out. You know, the $30, $40 that you spent, you know, is 
is worth your life. So we, you know, 10 years is a good time to change them. But like I said, smoke alarms are so important um, to getting, getting people out of a building. And uh, what about, since we're on the subject, what about um, carbon monoxide detectors? Um, how do you know when there's something that needs to be serviced there or when there's there needs to be some alarm with the carbon monoxide detectors? Uh, carbon monoxide is... Um, is a is a is an colorless odorless gas as yeah. we know um you can't smell it but some of your listeners uh, some of our listeners will say well i can smell it when i leave the stove on and yes you can uh the gas company uh through their wisdom has put in a chemical called mercaptan uh which gives the flame that pretty blue color that you see when you turn on the stove and that's what you actually smell oh interesting right so carbon monoxide um we need to have one on each level of living space so one on the first floor, second floor, um, but no more than 10 feet from a bedroom area is what is what, what we recommend. Um, so if you have a first floor with one bedroom, it doesn't matter where that carbon monoxide detector goes, as long as it's within 10 feet of that bedroom door. Uh, we have units where the, co- the hallway is maybe more than 10 feet, so now you need to have two yeah. uh, to, be, to be safe. They can be combination, they can be by themselves, it doesn't matter as long as you have them. And you can just buy them, like you can just buy, buy them at the store and plug them into one of your outlets. Yes, and and uh, carbon monoxide is kind of a, a not a it's a funny gas where it's not funny as in haha, but it's it, it'll flow. It goes up, it goes down. That's why it doesn't matter if you plug it in low near yeah. near the floor or if it's part of a smoke alarm system that's plugged into the ceiling because it kind of goes as we go as it'll it'll be detected. It'll be yes. Okay, yeah. you know actually I when I um. I bought a condo, and when I sold it some years down the road, uh, I had learned that I hadn't had carbon monoxide detectors for mm-hmm. years, and right. it's because they had them plugged in, and they must have pulled them. And they, when they, they pulled them out, right? Yes. They pulled them out, when they, right. and uh, and so the fire department comes. I'm trying to get my smoke certs, and mm-hmm. uh, the fire department comes like, yeah, you don't have carbon monoxide detectors. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> And so you just, you can really, you, you can, you can just go and plug them into uh, one of your outlets. I, I recommend it obviously. And yes. I, I think, um, I, th- I think we both recommend not dying. So yes, um, or trying not right. to die. So, uh, so, um, anyway, we're speaking with Anthony Puente of the New Bedford, um, uh, fire departments. Uh, we're talking about fire safety. Um, what else comes to mind when you're thinking of this time of year going forward with, um, with fire safety? Yeah, going forward, we're always going to have our cooking issues, but, uh, going forward with, um, with Christmas trees, making sure that if you have yeah. a real tree, um, that you make sure it's watered properly yeah. uh, because they'll get dry. And, yes. and Christmas trees, um, you know, within within a minute, there is a video out there. Uh, you know, somebody took a video. Uh, within within a minute, the Christmas tree is, is burnt, gets into the walls, gets into the ceiling. So keep those trees um, watered. Um, make sure, you know, the, the lights, you don't overload circuits. Yeah. Because sometimes we overload a circuit with too many Christmas lights because we have... You know, it's like lights going up and down the house, up on the roof, all over the place. Make sure we don't over, over, overload circuits. Um, if you have uh, GFI uh, outlets, which if it senses a surge, it's going to cut the power to it anyway. Um, you know, that does help. Um, but we recommend, um, you know, not, not overusing uh, outlets. Um, 
as far as if uh, we have, I'm sure you have some listeners that will celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, that's a lot of the candles are involved. We want to make sure that we have good candle safety. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure the adults are in charge, and, and that that's not going to be a problem. But just keep that in mind. If you have children over and you know they're they're playing, it's you know whatever. Uh, make sure you have good candle safety. You're talking about lighting. What if um, what what hazards do people have to be mindful of when they light their homes? Uh, when they light their homes, as far as like Christmas trees, Christmas, I mean, Christmas lights. Yeah. Um, just make sure they're not they're not you know the the bushes. You know, just make sure that they're they're properly they're for outside. They're not for indoor use okay. and, and vice versa. Just just make make sure that they're for you use them properly. And what what it says on the package, if it says for outdoor use only, then it's outdoor use only. We're speaking with Anthony Puente, the New Bedford Fire Department. Um, again, I want to want to remind people of the event that you have uh, coming up this Saturday. Sure, it's a, it's an open house at the new fire safety, uh, new fire police and EMS safety building down on nine twelve Brock Avenue. Uh, it'll be from one to four p.m. Uh, we'll have pizza, Sparky. Uh, Sheriff's going to bring his dogs, companion dogs. We're going to have our own uh, officer Dean Lawrence is going to be there with his uh, with his dog doing a demonstration. And um, uh, emergency management will be there. Dog officer will be there. Uh, Red Cross. Uh, our friends from Youth Build will be there, which is uh, some teen, uh, older teenagers that uh, they help out with, uh, you know, painting and uh, some minor carpentry and snow shoveling for our for our older community. So they do a lot in our community. So I thought uh, they should be invited, um, and they're happy to be there. So. You, you guys do a lot in the community, uh, the New Bedford Fire Department, the fire union in particular. You guys do a lot in, in the community. I, I, I don't know if you're more active than other fire departments, but why do you think it's important? Uh, but I feel like you are. And, and, and why do you think it's important um, to do all this work when you guys, are, we, we know, are already, you know, uh, pretty stretched thin in your own staffing, getting your day jobs done and all of that? Why do you think it's important to, to, to keep doing that work? Well, it's important that the community sees us, sees us out in the community because they really only see us is when they need us. Yeah. Um, so we like to do things. So we have certain individuals, um, you know, like we have uh, Jason Hinchliff who spearheads the MDA. Mm -hmm. So he runs that. He's been running that for a couple of years. Um, I just started doing the uh, autism. We've never fundraised or did anything for autism. Yeah. Um, so we do have some firefighters with autistic children. Yep. So I thought that would be a good idea to do something for them. And actually, uh, we're going to be, I want to say, at Hayden McFadden, maybe, um, donating computers that from the money that we raised from that event that you were at. Yes. And it was nice to have you there. Um, yeah, it was great to be there. That was a great yeah. event at, uh, at Inner Bay. That was back in April during, that was autism, back in April, yeah, yes. during autism Awareness uh, Month. So we're yeah. going to be donating, the union will be donating those computers uh, this Friday. Um, we... We do a lot of things in the community, so that way they, they'll see us, you know, aside from only seeing us when there's a fire, when they have a car accident, you know, right. when they have a leaky roof or water in the basement. Yeah. You know, we do like to, to get out and uh, do things for the community. Well, and we, we really appreciate that. Uh, Anthony Puente, New Bedford Fire Department. Is there anything else you want to leave the audience with um, before we uh, let you go? Um, oh, well, actually, we got a call, so let's, uh, well, let's take it. Good evening. You're live. Hello. Hi, is this BSM? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just calling because I heard that there was a device that you could buy to put in the kitchen if there's a fire. Yes. I That's I, the I, talk I, of the town oh, now. Yes. Um, so, so what it is, it's it's a device that is it's magnetized and it goes uh, above the stove on a on a hood range. 
Um, okay. We usually, we've been installing them one on each side in the middle. So it covers all, all four. So we recommend two, one on each side. And okay. um, if there is a fire, it, it, it will melt the, the wick. And it's not heat. It has to be the actual fire. fire. So if you're mm-hmm. boiling something, because that's that's the, the the most popular question. Well, suppose if I'm boiling, it gets too hot. It actually has to be a flame um, okay. that lights the wick, and then it will dis, uh, disperse the dry chemical that is in that it that is in the can. It's probably about maybe two inches tall and maybe three inches in diameter wide. So it's oh, not really, very big. So it's not really that big, and but it's, it's ca- enough to put out you're the You're saying fire. it's basically called firefighter in a can? Basically, that's what, right. And there's all different, uh, there's all different ones. There's and, different companies that do and it. And you can get it at Lowe's, you yes. know, any, any hardware store, basically. Okay. Lowe's, uh, Home Depot. Firefighter in a can? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, does it, just want I don't have a, a hood over my stove. Can it be hung from something else? Um, it, it can be hung. It, it uh, depends on what you get. Uh, sometimes it will come with like a uh, a screw type of a mechanism where if you got, you know, wooden cabinets. Um, but oh, okay. usually the um, the easiest one is to put it uh, with, with the magnetized o- over a hood range. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. No problem. Thanks Thank you for the call. Thank you for Appreciate calling. it. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that is an interesting thing. I, I didn't know it existed either. So basically like just to, just to, again, uh, reiterate, cause people seem to be interested in it. Mm. It's called firefighter in a can more or less. That's the layman term for it. Yes. People know what you're talking about. If you go one of those big stores and, and right. get it, uh, and it's something you can attach to a hood or, or something else in the house. And it, it disperses a dry chemical, uh, over, over a flame yes. and it's only ignited by a flame. By it has flame. to be, actually be ignited right. by a flame. Not it's not heat. triggered by heat. Correct. Um, So is there anything else you want to leave the audience with? um, No, I just want to make sure that everybody, um, you know, practice your egress plans. Make sure you have an egress plan with your family. It's very important, um, you know, that you talk and discuss this, you know, over dinner. Um, You need something to talk about. Talk about escape plan. Yeah. Find out what your meeting place is. You know, when we teach fire safety, we tell all the kids, make sure you have a meeting place, which is somewhere in front of your house. It could be a rock a mailbox, a tree. When I'm at my house, pers- my personal house, it's a fire hydrant because there actually is one in front of my house. When I stay at the Lucky fire you. station, yes. <laughs> when I'm at the fire station, it's a flagpole. So different places you stay, it's going to be a different meeting place. Um, but always make, and test your smoke alarms. You know, tomorrow morning, tonight, if you're listening to the show, test your smoke alarms. You want to test them once a month? Make sure they work and push the button. Because when I think touch your smoke alarm, so yes. like do you spark one up in front of your smoke no, alarm? Or, no. Okay, okay. No, so you put you press the button, uh, make sure it works. If you can't, you know, if you have a, a home health aide or if you have a family member that visits you, um, because you, I don't, we don't want, you know, people getting up on chairs and stuff like that to do that. Um, but have somebody do that for you once a month just to make sure it's working. Uh, change the batteries once or twice a year. Uh, usually we recommend um, when we change the clocks, change your batteries uh that way you'll be assured so uh, and that's going to be coming up in a couple of weeks um so make sure that you test your smoke alarms once a month change the batteries make sure that your smoke alarms are working they do save lives anthony puente new bedford fire department uh it's a great segment i i definitely want to have you in again as the holidays get closer yes and um we'll, we'll talk more about that um thanks for coming on all right thank you for and, having and me that's, and that's saturday yeah uh one to, one, four one to four at the public safety center you guys got a great event people should go to bring your kids thank you all right great well we're gonna t- we're gonna take a break i'll be right back 
tonight. I'm Marcus. Uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. That was um, Anthony Puente, uh, Coach Puente, um, to me, uh, Coach Puente of the New Bedford Fire Department. He's been there for a long time. He just took over the SAFE program there. And so they have that big event happening at the Public Safety Center from 1 to 4 on Saturday. Uh, you should go check it out. Bring your kids. Again, you know, we talked about everybody that's going to be there, the mayor. Um, the mayor, fire department, uh, sheriff's office with the um, with their with their canines. So uh, it sounds like a good event. I'm going to try to make it myself. Uh, so you should definitely go and check it out. And yeah, that firefighter in a can thing is really interesting. I had never heard of it until just now. And uh, apparently the callers are were interested in it as well. So you know that's something you can get at a generally at a hardware store. Uh, and it's it has to be ignited by a flame, and you can strap it to your hood. So if there's a fire, a chemi- uh, you know a chemical agent will be dispersed. A dry chemical will be dispersed uh, onto the uh, onto the fire. So it's a great. That's great. That's that's great. And we'll definitely have um, we'll definitely have Anthony back uh, as we get closer to the holidays as well uh, and start talking about some of the things that we need to uh, be mindful of uh, with that with respect to fire safety. It's all it's all very important because, you know, during that time of year, you, you do see a lot more of um, you. Do, you do you do see an increase in in uh, in fires and all of that. And we want to make sure that um, we want to make sure that. Um, we can uh, help people be as safe as possible. And that's why I like the segment so much. And I know, you know, you guys like the segment too. That's why you called in and you can continue to call in at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the program this evening. I'm going to shift gears in this conversation. You know, we had rep Tony Cabral in, uh, in the first hour, we talked a lot about um, some of the developments. We talked a lot about the bridge because uh, I thought it was really interesting and it is. And um, the conversation we're going to have next, uh, and the next show is going to be about uh, a new justice center in New Bedford. I remember Tim and Jack Spillane talking about it sometime. Uh, Tim and Jack Spillane talked about it uh, some time ago um, uh, about that. Uh, that's Tony Cabral's uh, legislation. It's been earmarked. So he's gonna. we're going to talk more about that. That's a whole segment. Again, I practiced... Uh, in that uh, New Bedford courthouse for for, ma- for for not many years compared to people that have been there longer than I have, um, a lot longer than I have. But I was I was practicing there for a while uh, in New Bedford um, before I uh, shifted my um, my, uh, my my shifted my uh, career focus. I, I enjoyed a lot being a solo practitioner a lot. Um, actually, it provided provides a really good sense of freedom. Um, and it's, uh, it's a good career. You get to help a lot of people, uh, and it's, it's interesting experience, uh, for sure. Um, but that courthouse in New Bedford compared to the other courthouses across the Commonwealth and even in Bristol County, I mean, Attleboro, the Attleboro courthouse is real, real bad. Uh, it's worse than New Bedford's. It's older, it's smaller. Um, I've only had a couple cases up there. I don't, I didn't really have much work up there. Um, but, uh, that one isn't great either. Uh, Taunton's really nice. Taunton's newer. The, they have a whole, I mean, that's a whole, you know, basically a center, you know, they have the probate court and they have the district court over there in Taunton fall river. They have that whole justice center. Um, that's right downtown, right near city hall. And that's a lot nicer than, um, you know, they got a whole law library, uh, there as well, uh, in the, in the um in the justice center so 
that's something we're definitely going to have a conversation on. We're going to have Tony back, and he said he'd be happy to come back anytime. So we're going to have Tony uh, Tony Cabral come back and, and talk about that. But we've had some great guests come up uh, in the uh, last couple of days. And tomorrow, we're going to have Sheriff Tom Hodgson. He's going to be in tomorrow. Uh, we had him on last week to... Um, we had him on last week along with Hero uh, in separate segments to talk about the whole debate drama that had happened with uh, the, the whole debate drama that had happened with um, with Hero and, and Hodge. And we're going to get a little bit into that because there were some new developments. Uh, you know, frankly, the whole the de- the campaign, the election itself has become about debate. And uh, there's a lot more important stuff going on in this election. Other than, you know, who's going to debate whom, but there's still been some, you know, hairs crossed in this. Uh, there's been some, um, there's been some errors. Uh, there's been some errors in this whole thing. There's, it's been weird. It's been a, it's been strange, um, but it's really going to heat up soon. This is the time everybody starts paying attention, right? This is the time and you, you've listened. So you've been paying attention for a while. Because you listen to South Coast tonight and you listen to WBSM. So you've been paying attention for a while. You have an idea of basically, you have an idea of how this race looks, the differences between the two candidates. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, why you may or may not support any one particular candidate. Um, There's a lot of people that don't, though. You know, we have a great listenership here in the south coast it's one of the strongest talk listenerships a uh, talk radio listenerships really in the country um but there's still people in bristol county you know uh that that are just starting to take a look at this now right take a look at this election take a look at take a look again at uh sheriff Hodgson. take a look at uh uh, Paul Hero, particularly people who might be um, from the southern part of the county who haven't had a lot of um, exposure to uh, to Hero, who, who's been a mayor in Attleboro for the last few years and was a state rep in Attleboro um, for about 10 years prior to being elected mayor, I think. So he's been up there for a while, but he's introducing himself down here. Uh, the interesting dynamic, uh, I think, him being from northern Bristol County and and uh, Hodgson being, you know, obviously he was a New Bedford City Councilor, being from the southern part of Bristol County. The, the lion's share of the votes are down here. Um, that's why every most county elected officials are are... Actually, all of them are from Southern Bristol County, except for Tom Hoy. Tom Hoy is the only one. Tom Hoy was the mayor of Totten. He's the registrar of probate now. Um, but our county commissioners are all from Southern Bristol County, right? You got John Saunders, Paul Kitchen, and 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 um, the other mayor, John Mitchell from Fall River. Tom Quinn's from Fall River, right? The DA. Hodgson's from uh, Hodgson's from from uh, uh, Hodgson's from New Bedford. He lives in Dartmouth now, but he's from New Bedford. You know, our registered deeds is from uh, uh, the New Bedford Fairhaven area, right? All of our county treasurer, all from the New Bedford area um, or from southern Bristol County. So I, I think it doesn't add an interesting dynamic that I think um, isn't really accounted for in this race. Uh, but 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. You're live. Good evening. You're live, too. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Marcus, um... Did that firefighter ask to come in and do that little 
PSA or did you request that he show up? Well, so how did that work? Uh, so basically, he um, he th- we did the segment last year, uh, and I forget like you know we talked about it. I I, ca- I can't remember who formally proposed to, but then you know this time came around. And he had said, "Hey, you know, we could, we should do that segment again." I said, "Yeah, we should." Uh, we talked about it when I've seen when I'd seen him on and off over the last uh, few months, and uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, you know that 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 they're doing that yeah. because it it really seems to me there's been so many fires in the in the past few years. Yes, I, I don't know if I'm just tuned in more to it now when they had the controversy about shutting stations or you know backing off on certain services yeah engine uh, engine eight when they were sh- when they were going to go shut down when they were talking the discussion around engine eight uh shutting down stations because of the public safety center in the south end that they were talking about during that time there was uh there absolutely was a, a like during the heat of those discussions a ton of fires happening in particular yeah. and it was during the pandemic and all of that too it was it was a really it was it was a crazy time Right, maybe more people were home, and yes. who knows what was going on. But yes. it's disturbing to me that, obviously, like you mentioned, so many people in the city, especially, live in multifamilies. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, program like having somebody like that come on very frequently would really, I don't know who listens to the program as far as the people that are maybe doing really idiotic things and <laughs> frying turkeys in the house. You know, like, I don't know who, who could reach the, those right. types of people. I really don't. But I feel like it's so scary because a lot of people live in multifamily. So you've got to worry if, you know, people are doing idiotic things on, in other units. Yeah. Like I, I heard some of the um, fires, people are leaving things in the hallways and basically leaving, leaving hazardous, you know, situations for people that live in the units and is, and mostly concerning to me is for the firefighters as right. well because these firefighters are risking their lives and i don't know what it feels like to them when people have nonsense going on you know with what causes the fires and the hazardous situations they leave for other people yeah and they're they're not only risking their lives they're 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 spread thin too i i mean being a firefighter in New Bedford's got to be very exhausting because, like you said, there's not only been uh, an increase in, in fires, there's also been they've also had fewer staff to 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 deal with it, and so yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I, I mean it is a great segment. Uh, it was definitely his idea. He came to me. He came. We talked about it last year. We had the segment when I was filling in for Barry, and it was good. And then he he would he reminded me like, hey, let's do the segment again. I said, yeah, absolutely. So I you know I had him in today. I'm going to definitely have him in closer to the like the actual like holidays like thanksgiving christmas and that too um because i I do think it's an important segment i think as often as as somebody would be willing to come in and do that because people try to tune in here and there but not everybody can catch obviously every show all the time but even if it was daytime you know different different shows throughout throughout the day because different people can you know tune in at different times i think that's really important because I'm, i'm always worried when the firefighters have to have to go to third floor apartments. That, yes. That's, that's so scary. It is. It's, it's different in, in other towns and other, you know, than in the city. But also I wanted to mention last night, you and Chris were going back and forth with this like little cliffhanger you guys were leaving with what's going on between Haro and the sheriff and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know if any of that's going to get spilled tomorrow. I, but I'm like, what was that? All I about? have no idea. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> I, I don't know. Chris won't tell me. Uh, so, uh, and he won't say anything. He says uh, whoever has the information has it. And, and somebody better let it be out there before we we're voting. You know, before people in general are voting. If there's something we need to know about, it's going to get out there. <laughs> I agree. But if no one says anything, we can't, like, make assumptions, you know? So, like, I, I only I'm know... i all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody's doing. And I think maybe that was the... I think that maybe that, that was... I think that maybe that was intentional, um, but uh, I, I honestly have uh, I honestly have no idea. So I'm just going into this. I, I think it's going to be a competitive election. It's definitely one a lot of people have their eyes on. Um, and so, uh, you know, until we hear something groundbreaking, uh, I'm going to say this is, I think, going to be close. All right. Well, because I, I don't believe Chris would just throw something out there. I don't either. To get to controversy. So I'm thinking there's some meat to this. OK, have a good night. You too. Thank you. And we're going to have Sheriff uh, Hodgson in tomorrow. And again, we're going to have Mayor Haru in on Monday. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see what's said, what's not said. You'll have to tune in. And you can call in. You can call the sheriff. You can call Mayor Haru. And you can, uh, you can ask them questions. All right. I got to take a break. 1420 WBN. I'm Marcus. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, who knows what's going to, you know, who knows what's going to unveil its, uh, what uh, news or whatever is going to unveil itself during this campaign. They both, I saw um, Adam Bass, who's been on the show before, he works for the uh, North Star Reporter in North Attleboro, said that they both raised about 25 grand over the last cycle. Which is for a county countywide race is pretty good. Hodgson's got a lot more money than Haru does in this race. Um, part of that is because uh, you know he, he's been on a he hasn't run a competitive election in twelve years either. You know that's that's so that's pretty good. I think Haru's done a good job at raising money, but Hodgson's got a a pretty formidable war chest. Um, so there's a lot of money going in this race. There's a lot of attention going into this race. So I want to talk more about it. It's it's the biggest thing we got going on here, guys. And and you know that. It's the biggest thing we got going on here in the South Coast. And it's really important. It's a mad it's not just you know it's not even it's not I don't think I mean the sheriff will disagree with me and we'll talk about it tomorrow. I don't think it's about immigration. Uh I think it's more about public safety. It's a, this is about, this is more about, and those, you know, it's not about what's happening at the border. It's more about, because the sheriff's office as it stands, can't do anything about what's going on at the border. Anyway, there's no contract with the federal government. It's more about what's happening here in Bristol County. I think it's, it's a lot more local than that. Um, so we're going to talk more about that in the next hour because I think there's just a lot of interesting developments in that race. So I'm going to take a break and then we'll be back. 